0: Hey out there, everybody in the Derbyverse. This is Power Through the Fourth Whistle podcast, bringing you Derby Thoughts. I'm Jackie Bauer, and I have lots of Derby Thoughts to share. Uh, but before we get into today's topic, I would like to do a bit of a shout out to the guests that have been on my podcast. Big thank you to D-Ralia, and Bellatrix. The Strangle for their wonderful contributions during playoffs because you know what? It's just so much more fun to talk about tournaments and predictions with a friend. And they were good friends to have around here. And I really liked their Derby thoughts. And uh, a follow up from last episode I know uh, Bella and I were wondering what had happened to Denver Jammer Cotton. And in doing some research, I found it looks like an ankle injury that occurred at the last practice before going to champs. Ouch. I still haven't seen for sure what the um, prognosis was for Braun Swanson, what the specific injury was. But I did see that there is a GoFundMe page circulating. So if you really love Braun Swanson and would like to Throw a few bucks her way to help her with her medical costs. That would be really nice. And you know what? It's Thanksgiving tomorrow. And it's a good time to be thankful for Derby. For the people who skate in Derby and inspire us in Derby. And you know what? Just just give back. Be charitable. That would be really, really nice. Uh, As always, you can contact our podcast by emailing powerforthwhistle at gmail.com or just contacting our Facebook page, Power Through the Fourth Whistle. And someone did contact us today asking for more Coach Dan. Where is Coach Dan? He started this podcast. Where did he go? Well, Coach Dan, he's just really good at what he does, okay? Uh, He is articulate. He chooses his words carefully. He has a lot of enthusiasm. And so we're not the only ones who want to hear him talk. He actually has a very well-visited Twitch channel and YouTube channel. If you're really missing uh, Coach Dan, you can go check out Covert Go Blue. And he actually teaches people how to play Magic the Gathering online. (laughs) Magic the Gathering Arena. He's really, really good at it. And, uh, he does that as a side job. And, uh, so I'm encouraging him, please come back to the podcast, but you know, it's the off season for him too. He has not been to derby practice. He's not coaching right now. He's taking his own off season, but if I can get him talking about derby and thinking derby thoughts, maybe we can get another coach Dan episode. I would love that because I think he's actually an excellent speaker. I feel like I have word vomit and um I would describe myself as consistent and adequate. <laughs> so, for all your consistent adequate derby needs, please come listen to Derby Thoughts from Power Through the Fourth Whistle because that's a selling point. So, it's the off season now. Maybe not for everybody, but maybe it is for you or maybe you'll just come and find this episode when it is your off season. But let's talk about off-season. When derby is done, I would recommend starting with taking one to two weeks off of everything derby. No practice, no meetings, no events. Unless it's something really low-key and fun that you didn't have to do any work to make happen. (laughs) I think we had like a, a quick little meeting where we did a tournament recap the week after our Derby ended. And I am fortunate enough to have a team that continues to practice during the offseason, but practices are optional. They go down from three days a week to two days a week. And if you want to go and stay in Derby shape, you can do that. If you want time away from Derby, you can do that. Uh, No attendance policy is um, being enforced during the offseason. And I think that's a really nice way to, meet everyone's needs and it lets us concentrate on bringing in new skaters and training them. So off season is a really great time to bring in new people, but make sure the people that you have in place still have derby energy. You don't want to put anyone burnt out in charge, someone who has a lot on their plate. It's a really good time to spread the love, uh, maybe for newer people to step up and exercise some leadership skills. And I think that's a really good idea. Um, so basically I have five main important points I want to hit about off season. You can consider these stages. You can consider them um, just important bullet points. Uh, I think some of them are taking place at the same time, so I can't really go with stages, but let's just consider five super important things to concentrate on during off season. Number one, Recovery. This is where you finally diagnose injuries you might have that you've been ignoring and you know you have. (laughs) If you need to see a doctor, please go and find out how much time you need to heal. Do not wait because right now you have the chance to really fix this before next season starts. If you don't, it might continue to bug you next year and or prevent you from playing. I have a teammate who knew that there was a shoulder problem and kind of didn't tell anybody about it, kept it on the the down low until the season was over. And sure enough, it's going to be like three months. And luckily, she has three months to spend now. (laughs) Like She has that. It's okay. But wow, uh, I'm glad that she went and got it checked out so that she knows exactly what she needs to do to recover. So recovery, if you need to sit on the couch a bit, do that but make sure you're not hurting yourself more. Take a break from contact, especially. I want you to keep moving, but try not to hit too many people or be hit for a little while. Uh, The second big stage bullet point is rest. This is different from recovery because this is active rest. This is not sit on the couch all day and eat sugar cookies though that sounds like a really good time, I would recommend active rest. You have to rest properly if you have an injury, but this means like stepping away from maybe derby specific off skates training and easing up a bit, having a little bit of fun, going in a few different directions. For example, um, I really didn't do a lot of running this year. I concentrated hard on interval training. And as soon as off season started, I started running again every single day, just enjoying it, getting outside, enjoying the weather, enjoying time with my dog. And, um, I have a small fracture in my hand, so it also gave me a little bit of time before I started challenging that and seeing if I could do strength training and, uh, So yeah, I kept working my legs while my hand was a little iffy. Um, Yoga. This is a good time for yoga. I know it's really hard for us to slow down because we clearly like a a high-impact, high-speed life out there on the track. (laughs) But yoga can really help prevent injuries. It helps you rehab and prehab. It means slowing down. But if you can find a yoga instructor you really like, it can make all the difference. I found like one gal on Amazon prime that I don't hate. And what I like most about her is there was a video that had a dog in it and she wasn't annoying. And those, those were my criteria for a successful yoga practice. <laughs> and her videos were kind of short, like 20 to 30 minutes. Cause I, I honestly don't super want to spend like an hour doing yoga because I'm impatient, but it's so good for you. Ah, This is a really good time to concentrate on foam rolling and stretching, all the things that you maybe were skipping during the season. You've got time to slow down and do this now because you're not going to practice all the time. You've got time to take care of your body, ah, physical therapy. If you're recovering from an injury, you can go to the PT, but you can also do this on your own. Um, if you are short on funds, I've found it very easy in my life to find some PT friends and ask them for exercises I can do to help with nagging injuries. Like I know so many things to help with knees and ankles and shoulders because I've either dealt with them myself or had friends ask me about them. And so I'm. Oh, and back. <laughs> so I'm a wealth of information of exercises you can do to make these areas a little bit stronger. And they're not high impact. These are just strengthening exercises that will help you so that you'll come back next season stronger than ever. And I like to maybe space them out. Maybe do um, Tuesday night knees and Thursday night shoulders. And just make sure that I I put aside maybe 30 minutes or something to just really work on these areas and get them ready so that they can be good. And balance training. This is another great way to actively rest. <laughs> like you're still moving. You're not doing things that are hurting you. But just working on your balance. Like, you know, standing on one foot, closing your eyes, seeing if you can touch the floor and come back up without falling over. Really simple things. There's like so many things you could do. You can use a BOSU ball. I think one of my favorite uh, Instagram videos I ever saw was Lauren Mutch on a BOSU ball. She had the rounded part on the floor and she was standing on the flat part. And she was basically doing like single leg squats. And um, she was sending her leg out two different directions And she was working on her balance the whole time. It was making her super strong. So she's really strong on one leg. So when you see her do her amazing bean dip on the outside where she ducks under every single person, it's because she has worked on her balance on one leg a lot. And she can do it with strength. She can do it at speed. She can recover quickly because she works on that stuff really hard. All right, moving on to the third stage or bullet point. Mental, the mental side that you need to take care of during the off season. First off, take time off meetings and planning things. If you can take time away from your board position, take time away from leadership because no one wants to lead all the time. You can let somebody else lead for a minute and just take a breath. It can be really just relieving, like just relaxing to just, ah. If someone else can take over some responsibilities for you, take them up on it so you can come back refreshed and not be burned out. Burnout is a topic for another podcast. It's on my list. Burnout is a big thing. It's real, but we're not going to talk about it right now because we're talking about off season. And the way to improve your mental state for Derby is this is a great time to watch Derby, especially if you're resting or recovering from an injury, pop on a game. This is the time of year that I like to pull out all the games from champs and either watch them in order or start with the one I found most exciting and just kind of try to get in the spirit of things again. When you're tired and burnt out on Derby, I found the best way to get motivated is see other people doing amazing things because then I want to do amazing things. So it makes me want to put on my skates again and get back to work. So I really like enjoying watching games Especially if it's a game I've already seen, because when you already know the outcome and you remember a little bit about the game, now you can see specific moments that led to the outcome. Like, what were the game changers? Was there a really well-timed timeout? Did they change up the jammer rotation? Did anyone change up how the blockers were lining up on the start? How did the teams adjust from the first half to the second half? How were penalties a factor in this game? So, um, going forward, I am considering doing some podcast episodes where I go back and break down some classic games and let me know if that's something of interest to you, because it is something I really like to do. Just get into the nitty gritty and see, you know, what are the important things that led to the outcome of a game? Next is fourth bullet point, fun and adventure. What the heck does that mean? Well, it means during the off season, you should be having fun and you should go on some adventures. You should spend time with family and friends that were neglected during the regular season. This is a really good time to be adventurous and cross train with a different sport. For example, I've talked about this before, I am, I am in my honeymoon stage with rugby I really loved it. I found it at the end of derby season. I continued it after derby season ended and now rugby season is over and I am, I am in withdrawal. I actually contacted the coach to ask if I can borrow a ball over the winter because actually handling a ball is, is the most challenging part for me because I'm not super good with, um, throwing and catching (laughs) or kicking. And those are the parts I can work on because I like to run around and tackle and do things like that. Uh, this is a really good time to watch other sports. I don't know if you know this, but there are other sports besides roller derby it's a it's a secret um, i i have my eyes have been opened to other sports that I was so not interested in. It took me a few years of being in Derby before I started looking at other sports. but I mean, let's look at football. There is so much strategy, there's communication if everybody wasn't on the same page. The play doesn't work and you look stupid. I mean, we can relate to that in Derby. (laughs) Um, And uh, I mean, just watch the running back, watch how they spin out of hits, avoid hits, hurdle people. Oh my gosh. My favorite thing in the world is seeing a player jump another player. (laughs) And it's, it's all like reacting, bouncing off people. Like just to get a little bit further and it just it gives you ideas of how to use your body. just watching them. Um, basketball is another sport where yeah, we don't have a ball, we're not passing a ball around, but there's a lot of communication, there's a lot of teamwork, and there's contact, how to like juking and how to um, take contact. I even the other day found myself watching a college women's volleyball game. And just getting so intrigued with the communication, the strategy. I mean, yeah, these these girls can hop, man. They've got they've got ups, but there's a lot to it. Like there's a lot of athleticism, but there's a lot of coordination that they have to do to get everything to work right. <laughs> so it just kind of gets your your gears going, gets your brain working, gets you thinking of things for your own sport. And I'd also recommend, you know, as the adventure component here sign up for a race or a mixed scrimmage to have something on the calendar as a challenge to meet that will keep you working out and staying in shape. I signed up for a race. I'm actually doing a turkey trot tomorrow morning. It's probably going to be like nine degrees and uh, the wind is probably going to be over 10 miles per hour. It's going to be interesting. Um, I haven't done a race in like seven years. And it's not that I don't run. I just don't super run for distance all the time. Cause that's not what my sport demands. I don't do a lot of steady state cardio. I do a lot of intervals. So I'm kind of trusting on a minimal amount of training that I can just go do this. And I think I can, I, I, I trained enough to feel like, okay, I got this, but it gave me something to work towards. I want, I have to go out there and deliver this tomorrow. Now, um, I signed up for a fun holiday scrimmage that is coming up, uh, not this weekend, but the week after. And that's going to be fun because, I mean, it's it's really low-key. It's not your usual team. It's a really good time to try new roles. If you're normally a jammer, try blocking and vice versa. You can try doing some leadership. If you're not normally a leader on your team, this is a time to try and exercise that. Just try plays that you don't normally get to do, like, just have fun with it because the outcome doesn't matter. A mixed scrimmage is just a learning experience and it's just there for fun. I mean, the more entertaining you can make it, the better (laughs) for the audience. And uh, I I just like trying things in that environment. So it's a good lab. Go in there and, and do experiments in a lab. Hey there, friends! Want to know how you can support the Power Through the 4th Whistle Roller Derby podcast and look super cool doing it? Our store has a bunch of roller derby designs that can be put on all kinds of super soft, high-quality t-shirts, tank tops, sweatshirts, hoodies, notebooks, mugs, stickers, blankets, and more at Threadless. Whether you love cartoon animals on roller skates like our Apex Predator T-Rex or jam llama to messages like Roller Derby Strong and My Mom Plays Roller Derby, there's really something for everybody. Visit powerforthwhistle.threadless.com. That's P-O-W-E-R, the number four, T-H-W-H-I-S-T-L-E.threadless.com. Thank you for your support and back to our show. All right. And the very last bullet point is the get ready stage. Okay. This is one everyone will hit and they will hit it at different points. Um, For me, I go pretty quickly through the recovery and rest period. And I immediately get into the, the mental, the fun and adventure and the get ready. And I'm doing those at the same time. Some people do the rest and recovery they do some low-key fun and adventure. And they kind of wait to get ready until, like, right before going back to practice. I mean, some people, it seems like they can take the entire off-season off and come back like nothing happened, right? Mm, wrong. Like, I, I feel like the, people are always doing something to stay in shape if they come back looking like that. Um, I guarantee you they weren't eating all the sugar cookies. But if you are a skater that struggles with completing 27 and five every season. It is vital that you are training in some way to keep up your endurance throughout the off season. Your rest of recovery time cannot be a month, two months. You need to be doing something because I know this is a big source of stress for skaters when they come back. And I do not want this for you. I don't want you doubting yourself because if you've done it, you can absolutely do it again. I hate seeing people beat themselves up and just set yourself up for success by continuing to move with purpose during your time out, your time out off. Um, and that's why I like, you know, setting up a race or a mixed scrimmage or something because it keeps me training. And that's, that's what I would recommend if, if you're worried about coming back and being able to get your laps, but other people use this get ready time to go ham. If you don't know what ham is, I'm going to say this in a way that if children are listening, that it's okay. It's basically going hard as a um, mother ducker. It's, it, that's an okay thing to say. Um Maybe you finish the season and you see you're not where you want to be and you have set a goal. Maybe you want to be stronger than ever before. So you're embarking on setting personal records, weightlifting all the time. Maybe you want to be faster and have more endurance. So you're going hard with interval training and explosiveness Maybe you want a stronger core like Lauren Mutch and Vicious Van Gogh at Champs if you've seen those videos and you're focusing your energy there. Whatever you need to do to be the best derby player you can be, this is your time in the offseason where you can work on just yourself. You are not having to worry about strategy. You're not having to worry about teamwork. You're not worrying about running around, building up your teammates, trying to make everybody else happy. You can concentrate purely on advancing your personal skating skills, agility, strength, speed, energy levels, and you can make this the most badass season you have ever had. Like it's out there. You just need to grab it. And the question is, how bad do you want it? And what is it you want? And what do you have to do to get it? Figure this stuff out. It's the off-season. How you train during your off-season is completely up to you. And it needs to align with your personal goals and where your body is right now. That's the big factor. You might want to go ham, but your shoulder says no. (laughs) So you have to go ham in other ways that don't involve your shoulder. But... I will um, follow up on a future podcast with talking about off skates training during the season, how to space it out so you can try to peak at the time you need to. And this is based on my personal research and research other people have done, just compiling it together. I've kind of got a system down of how I like to set up the season. And I've seen these things work for other people, and it might be able to work for you too. So that's a future episode. But for now, it's Thanksgiving tomorrow. It's going to be turkey time. And I really hope you'll be celebrating it with people you love in your life. And if you are not, that there is enough alcohol so that you will um, have a good time and ignore bickering or whatever it is you might be dealing with. Um, But still, yeah, it's a good time to reflect, think about what you're grateful for this year and what you want to achieve next year. Let's not wait until new year to start thinking about resolutions. Let's start now. Where do we want to be at the end of this year? Where do we want to be at the end of January? We can start working on these things right meow, meow. So, uh, thank you for listening to my Derby thoughts. I hope you have a wonderful holiday weekend Do not get trampled shopping. That would be terrible. And I'm really going to see if I can harass Coach Dan into doing another episode. If you want Coach Dan, I need you to reply on Facebook when I put up this post for this episode that you need more Coach Dan in your life. Maybe you start doing like a hashtag Coach Dan, just something. We need to get his attention because he's so busy with his other streams of media that we really got to get him back all right so i have been talking about derby and thinking derby thoughts pew pew